experience the faithfulness of God in our life. The Bible tells us His faithfulness is our shield and our rampant. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Shall we look to God's word this morning? We're going to turn to Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 to 18. Galatians 5, 16 to 18. Somebody read it out for us, please. Amen. And the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. But if you be led of the spirit, you are not under the law. Amen. Praise the Lord. Father, we are grateful to you this morning. We thank you for your word. We pray that you will minister to us. Release grace and anointing in this place. Speak into our lives, Father. Father, we pray, O oh God, that lives be touched, that we will be brought to the knowledge of grace, that we will come to a place of total surrender to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. To Christ be glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. Amen. We will continue with our theme, You Got Help. We will continue with our theme, You Got Help help. So far we have discussed from the light of God's word, the ministry of the Holy Spirit as Jesus himself said that he has been, he is a helper sent out to help us. We looked into the fact that Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, is our helper. He is our comforter. He intercedes for us when we do not know how we ought to pray. The Holy Spirit convicts the world of sin, of righteousness, of judgment. The Holy Spirit convicts us, convinces us to take the right path. Praise God. The Holy Spirit sanctifies us. That's what we were discussing last week. We said that there are people in the world who do not have the Holy Spirit. Those who are not saved, they do not have the Holy Spirit. Then we said the people who are saved, they have the Spirit in them, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. But then we said through the scripture, there is a realm and there is a place where the Holy Spirit has us. Praise God. And we need to move into that realm where the Spirit of God takes control of our lives. Praise God. Apostle Paul in this particular epistle tells the children that the, the saints of Galatia, he is telling them to stand free, to stand in the liberty that Christ has given them. Praise God. But the issue that was plaguing the people of God at that time was there was a group of people who took the liberty to the extreme extent. They took liberty, where liberty degenerated into license for committing immorality. On the other end, there were people who wanted to check that 
and there was legalism going on. And between these two, Apostle Paul addresses this issue. And he is saying, as children of God, what we need to do in our lives. So we want to look into the scripture as far as the spirit of God's role in helping us to overcoming the struggles in our everyday life. After all, the Lord has sent the helper to help us, to empower us, to energize us, to enrich us, to enable us to live the victorious kind of life that God wants us to live. Praise God. We are redeemed. We are saved. We have been pulled out of the world. But we are in the world. And we cannot allow the world to get into us. We are like the ship that is allowed to sail in the high seas. As long as the ship sails in the high seas, it will reach its destination. But the sea water cannot get into the ship. If the sea water gets into the ship, the ship will get drowned. So as children of God, God has made provision for us to live in this world be, be, without being conforming to the patterns of the world. Every provision has been made, has been given to us. The Bible says everything pertaining to life and godliness. It's this divine power that has granted us what we need to live an overcoming life. So the Holy Spirit that is within us, the Holy Spirit that is with us, He empowers us and He enables us every day in our struggle to overcome every hurdles, every obstacles, every sin that easily, that wants to easily beset us. According to the writer of Hebrews, the Hebrew writer says, look unto the author and the finisher of your faith. Run your race with perseverance, living as are all weights and the sin that easily entangles us. Even though when we want to shake it off, it wants to entangle us. It wants to get a hold of us. It wants to get a grip of us. And the Bible makes it very clear that you and I do not have to live like that. You and I, we can live a victorious life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Look what Paul is saying. Paul is saying, I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you want, that you wish. But if you're led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Praise God. Listen, we all are familiar with conflicts. We all are familiar with 
conflicts that constantly bruise around us. Conflicts could be in the world theater where one nation is having conflict with another. Conflict could be between two groups of people, two races of people. Conflict could be within a country and they call it a civil war. Conflict could be in a home, in a family, in an organization. And we know wherever there is conflict, the stronger ones have the potential and the ability to win over the weaker ones. Now the Bible tells us that there is a war that is being waged on the internal. There is internal conflicts and there is external conflicts. Within the internal conflicts, here the scripture says, the flesh and the spirit, it's waging a war. There is a conflict that brews within, within deep down within everyone, every believer, where the spirit and the flesh is, is contrary to each other. Praise God. This adversarial relationship is ceaseless. It continues. It's a battle in our hearts and in our minds. The flesh and the spirit cannot be at peace. In other words, it cannot co-inhabit. One has to win over the other. Praise God. What we understand from the scripture is the indwelling Holy Spirit that we have, the Spirit of God that we have is able, is strong and powerful to subdue the flesh, the power of flesh that wants to take control of our lives, to take control of our de desires, take control of our devotions. Praise God. This Holy Spirit, with, we can, with His power, become the overcomer that God wants us to be. Praise God. Hallelujah. Listen, when we look at the scripture, Paul uses two characters from the Old Testament to drive his point home. He uses Isaac and Ishmael staying, living under the same roof. But there is a constant conflict going on. And in this conflict, the only solution is to take out Ishmael out and allow Isaac, the promised one, to rule and reign without any kind of conflicts. Praise God. Likewise, the spirit and the flesh Flesh, as the Bible calls, it talks about our old nature. Our old nature has the potential to rise, to raise its ugly head from time to time. And the only way you and I can overcome, praise God, this flesh nature, the old nature, the old man is to subdue him by the power of the Holy Spirit. 
flesh should not be misunderstood for the physical body for the physical body is not sinful in itself the physical body is neutral but when the physical body yields itself to the flesh to the old nature it can bring it down and this is a conflict that takes place in everyone's life if the holy spirit controls us praise god we can live the kind of victorious life that the lord wants us to live but if the flesh controls the body then we walk in the desires of the flesh then we walk in the lust of the flesh the spirit and the flesh have different appetites and this is the reason of conflict praise god what are the different appetites their appetites are contrary or it is opposed in nature as it is illustrated in the word of god peter uses the illustration of the sheep he uses the illustration of the hog the pig or the swine the sheep is a clean animal the sheep feeds on clean stuff while the pig it wallows in dirt it likes the dirt it likes the, the the dirty stuff it eats things which are contaminated which is garbage and which is rubbish you could take the shit you could take the swine you could clean it up you can give it a shampoo bath you can give it a bubble bath but the pig will go back to the dirt because the nature of pig is so but if the sheep falls in the dirt the nature of sheep is so that it will cry out because it does not feel comfortable in dirt likewise the old nature is comfortable in sin in lifestyle of sin while the new nature the new man born of god born of the incorruptible seed has a divine nature that does not feel at home with the world but yet because we are in the world yet because we are in the body and yet because we are not escape the presence of sin we have to overcome the power of sin and that will not work with our whims it will not work with our wits it will not work with our wisdom it will not work with our strength we need the power of the holy spirit to overcome and subdue this flesh this old nature and that is available for you and for me this is how scofield puts it and i want to read out this quote the problem of christian life is based on the fact that so long as the christian lives in this world he is so to speak two trees the old tree of flesh and the new tree of divine nature implanted by new birth and the problem itself is how to keep barren the old tree and to make fruitful the new tree 
this problem is solved simply by walking in the spirit. End quote. Praise God. In this very hostile environment, a Christian cannot win by a sheer willpower or his wisdom. He needs to have the aid of the Holy Spirit and that is available for you and for me. Praise God. Church, give a thanks to the Lord because he has made provision for us so that you and I does not have to be subdued by flesh, but we can live a victorious life through Jesus Christ. Check this out. This particular passage begins with the command to walk in the Spirit. If you walk in the Spirit, Paul says, you will not gratify the desires of flesh. Praise God. It is the look, Paul is giving this command. It's in the form of a command to walk in the Spirit. Why? Because you and I have to deliberately, voluntarily, wholeheartedly yield ourselves to the Spirit of God. It is not automatic. It's not pushing the button, but we have to yield our will to his will and walk with him. Praise God. The believer should walk in the spirit. What does that really mean? Is it possible to walk in the spirit? What is walking in the spirit? To walk in the spirit is to allow him to have his way. Quite often, we call ourselves redeemed and saved. Yes, we are redeemed. We are saved. But quite often, we want to walk in our ways. We say, either my way or no way. Or we will say, either my way or the highway. But the Holy Spirit is saying, it's not your way, it is my way. What is this my way? It's the way of Jesus. Because Jesus is the way. Walking in the Spirit means being obedient to the Spirit. Walking in the Spirit means yielding ourselves to the Spirit. Walking in the Spirit means being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Walking in the Spirit means uh, allowing the Spirit of God to direct us and to guide us. Walking in the Spirit means having that communion with Him. Walking in the Spirit means having that relationship with Him. Walking in the Spirit means living and walking in the light of holiness. Walking in the Spirit means treading on the highway of holiness. Why? Where else can a Holy Spirit take us but in the paths of holiness, in the highway of holiness? If He is the Holy Spirit, He will take us on the holy highway that leads to a holy God. And we need the strength and we need the aid and we need the power of Him, of the Holy Spirit to lead us and to guide us. To walk in the Spirit means to be occupied with Christ. 
Jesus. Praise God. To be engaged with Jesus, not just one, three hours in a week when we come to Sunday, but every day. Praise God. Engaging with Him. Praise God. Having a close communion with Him. Paul is saying, when we thus walk in the Spirit, the flesh or self-life self is what? Is treated as dead. Praise God. We cannot be occupied the same time with Christ and with sin. We cannot be occupied on the same plane with the Spirit of God and with sin. It does not go together. Praise God. Now why is it important what is the importance of walking in the Spirit? When we walk by the Spirit, when we walk in the Spirit, we overcome the desires of the flesh. The flesh resists the Spirit and the desire of the Spirit and the will of the Spirit. The flesh wants us to have our own way, use our own wisdom, use our own power and strength while the spirit of God wants us to lean on him trust him and to go forward by overcoming the desires of the flesh when you receive Christ as your savior the flesh or the old man that ruled and reigned in your heart has been displaced with the spirit of God but even then there is a resistance, a, 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 a breakup once in a while. Well, the old nature tends to raise its ugly head, trying to bring control and take control of our life. Before you allowed the Holy Spirit, before you allowed Christ to come into your life, he was unchallenged. The self, the old nature ruled without any kind of challenge but Christ coming into our lives has dethroned the self and Christ has occupied that throne in our lives and if we want to continue in that victory we need to be people who yield ourselves to the spirit of God by yielding and submitting ourselves to his will to his promptings in our day-to-day -day life. When we continue to yield to the Spirit of God, the desires of the flesh, it weakens. Praise God. The inner man, the Spirit of God, is in control of our lives, and we are able to move and press forward into the realms of God. Praise God. When the Spirit of God is in control of our lives, new desires grow within us. We tend to become stronger and stronger spiritually. So the war against the Spirit, it weakens and the flesh is defeated. So how do we walk in the Spirit? You know, walking in the Spirit, people think, it's an old, it's a routine, it's an unexcited thing to do. But those who walk in the spirit, they know that it is not a routine. 
It's not mundane. It's not predictable. But walking in the spirit can be exciting. It can be exhilarating. It can be a, a, a very exciting event or the day of our lives. Let me ask you, have you ever yielded yourself completely to the spirit that you allow the spirit to control every moments, every moments of our lives. And you will find that it becomes exciting in our lives. Somebody once said, life is just like a merry-go-round. How many of you guys have gone on a merry-go-round? Anybody? What's so special about merry-go-round? Yes? Hmm? Well, somebody said life is like merry-go-round without the merry. Now imagine merry-go-round without the merry. That's life for a lots of people. That does not, that should not be the case of a believer. Praise God. Life is not merry-go-round without the merry. When the Holy Spirit is in control and in charge of our lives, praise God, living life with Christ is an abundant, full life that brings joy in our lives. Praise God. Hallelujah. Walking in the Spirit simply means doing what the Lord tells you moment by moment. Praise God. Whether it is making a phone call to someone to encourage them or to pray for someone or to intercede for someone or to give a helping hand to someone. Praise God. Allowing the Spirit of God to control our thought patterns. Allowing the Spirit of God to control the faculties of our speech. Allowing the Spirit of God to take control of our emotions and our desires will lead to a fuller life as Christ has promised us to live. Praise God. Paul says, if we live in the Spirit, Praise God. We walk in the Spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Have you ever experienced the tug of war inside? How many of you guys have experienced the tug of war inside? Have you experienced the tug of war? Yes? Have you ever experienced that? The two forces trying to pull you on one end. It's, it's the old nature that wants you to go back into that old lifestyle. And on the other end, you have the Spirit of God convincing you and convicting you, reminding you that you belong to the Lord and that's not the kind of lifestyle that you want to indulge in. Have you experienced that tug of war deep down inside of you? If you have experienced that, I know that you know that the only way that you can, you can win over that battle is when you yield yourself to the Spirit of God. Praise God. Paul says, make no provision for the flesh. In other words, what do you feed? Do you feed the old nature or do you feed the spirit man? What have you been feeding on? Hello? What have you been feeding on? Hmm? Throughout the course of the week, what have you been feeding on? 
If you have the Bible in your hand and you had your iPhone inside the Bible and you make it look as if you're reading the Bible, but you're doing something with your iPhone, standing on the elevated stage, you can see it. I can see it. What are you feeding? What were you feeding your inner man throughout the course of the week? Have you fed the inner man that makes your inner man strong? Or have you fed the old nature that has made him strong? If we have to walk in the spirit, we have to live by the spirit. And then we can walk in that spirit. And if we have to continue to thrive, we have to feed that spirit man within us with a feed that empowers and strengthens him. Throughout the course of the week, the only thing that we did was watch Netflix. How many of you guys got Netflix? Nobody got Netflix? Come on. There's one honest guy. And if I were to equate the smile to yes, that means there is a lot. Some don't even know what Netflix is. I hope you don't go and find out. What are we feeding? See, let me be honest with you. If you've been feeding on table vision, if you've been feeding on dish TV, if you've been feeding on Netflix, and movies have occupied your time, do you think you have a desire to be in the presence of God? What do you think? What do you think? So for the last evening, if we occupied our time in watching all these things, even if you are in the house of God, what is occupying your mind? What's occupying your mind? Ask yourself. Why is it that the things of God doesn't entrust us? Praise God. Because we've been feeding on the wrong stuff. Praise God. If you've been feeding on the word of God. See, the Holy Spirit does not work in vacuum. When we feed ourselves in the word of God. When we linger in the presence of God. When we take time for fellowship. When we take time to be in God's presence. That's when the inner man waxes stronger and stronger. And the old man, the flesh is defeated. And you can live the life that God has called you out to be. Praise God. Liberty is good. I love liberty. We all love liberty. But liberty should not lead us. It should not disintegrate into license for things that are not healthy for our spirit man. Praise God. Hallelujah. The next time you feel like doing something that you feel is questionable, pause. Allow the Spirit of God to minister to you. Praise God. Walk in the Spirit. 
Paul writing to the Romans says, those who are led by the Spirit of God are called the children of God. So there is a realm that means we can be led by the Spirit of God. Where? Only in the realms of ministry? Well, most of us have confined the leading of the Spirit of God to the realms of ministry itself. No. In every realms of our lives, if we allow Him, if we yield to Him, if we submit ourselves to Him, He will surely lead us. But we have done what? We have compartmentized our lives. Spiritual life, social life, personal life, good. When it is spiritual life, you want the Holy Spirit. When it is social life, well, the Spirit of God can stand to the side here. You stay there. When it is personal life, We belong to who? Who do we belong to? Who do we belong to? Know ye not that you are the temple of the living God. Praise God. Who abides within us? The Holy Spirit abides within us. You and I have been brought with a price. Therefore what? Therefore honor God with what? With your bodies. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. We can honor God with our bodies. How? By doing His will. Praise God. And His commands are not burdensome when you and I are in love with Him. Praise God. When you and I yield ourselves to Him from the realm of ministry to every realms of our lives, Allow the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us. Praise God. Would he do it? What do you think? What do you think? Do you think the Spirit of God will do it? If we allow him? Or he's going to say, nah, today's not Sunday. Today's not Sunday. I only, get out, get, get, I only engage with you on Sunday. Is that how it works? No. Praise God. It's a deliberate life. And it is done with joy when we allow the Holy Spirit to live the life through the power of His Spirit overcoming life. Praise God. Hallelujah. What it is to walk in the Spirit. You know, we have in the Old and in the New Testament, we have lots of examples. And in the realms of the ministry, we see Paul. Paul was involved in ministry. He was led by the Spirit of God. He wanted to venture into Asia. The Bible says the Holy Spirit forbid him from going into Asia. He wanted to get into Bithynia, but the Holy Spirit said no. And gave him a vision of a man from Macedonia saying, come and help us. And he took that as a cue and he went into Macedonia. And guess what happened? The rest is history when he was obedient to the Spirit of God. Yes, things will go against our calculations. There were prison doors that they never expected. But the doors were opened. Miraculous doors were opened. The work of God was established. The name of God was glorified. Praise God. Those who are involved in ministry... 
whether you are in Sunday school, whether you are in, in the choir, or you are in the youth ministry, pause, ponder, listen to him. Praise God. Listen to him. And as you minister, listening to him, there is a world of difference. Praise God. I remember the time in 2010, we were planning a mission trip. And everything was planned to go to Haiti. The only thing that I needed to do was announce that we were going to Haiti. And I, I kept lingering and I kept lingering. Because deep down in my spirit, I was disturbed and I was, I was not comfortable inside. And the day that we should have made the announcement was already passed. And the young people that were planning to go to Haiti with us kept asking me, why aren't you making the announcement? I promised them next week I will make that announcement. Something deep down within me kept, kept telling me, no, no, no. Everything on the other end was done. I decided to spend some more time with the Lord. I remember it was a day when Felix was ministering. We had our youth convention. And for some reason, we were at Brother Finney Joshua's house. In his small room, we were praying. And as we were praying, I sought the Lord out and I said, Lord, you know, I need to take a team from the church. You need to give me the green light whether I should venture here. The Lord told me, go to Ethiopia. Next day, I made the announcement in the church, we are going to Ethiopia. It's good that I did not say it that we were planning to go to Haiti. Can you imagine? If I were to make an announcement that we were going to Haiti and the next thing that I come up and say, we're, making a, we're going to Ethiopia. Oh, my lordness. Anyway, we went to Ethiopia. Thank God. We reached there the first day. The next morning, we were having breakfast in a restaurant. The CNN news was going on. And what I saw in the news, it sent chill through my spine. As I, as I sat there, frozen, as I saw the news. The CNN news was, there was a major earthquake in Haiti. The same day that our team was supposed to be in Haiti. 2010 January, it was a 7.3 on the Richter scale. 200,000 people lost their lives. And guess what? Bishop L.C. Joseph, who had hosted us, the Church of God Bishop, who has hosted us in the last time when I visited Haiti, he was killed in that earthquake was frozen. Sitting there, I thank God for that moment when the Lord put that impression that it was not Haiti that I was supposed to go. Folks, this is not only exclusive to ministry, but then why did I share that? Because it relates to us. There are people here who can relate to that in every phase of our lives. If we are willing, if we would linger, if we would pause, if we would take a moment to hear from him, he is there to direct us, to lead us. Christian life is not a boring, routine, mundane, predictable life. But Christian life is an exciting 
exciting, joyful life if you would allow his life to flow through you. Praise God. Every day can be exciting. Every moment could be lively. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit does not run out of ideas. The Holy Spirit does not run out of ways. His ways are new. His paths are new. But it always leads us into the destiny of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Walk in the Spirit. And by walking in the Spirit, you do not allow the old man to have control over your life, but rather you have the Spirit of God controlling and leading you. Praise God. Do you think the Lord has given us the power of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit as our guide, as our comforter, as a helper, so that we can yield to Him only on Sundays? Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. When you come to sing, seek the Lord, ask Him, Lord, what should I say? When you go to take that class, ask Him, Lord, what should I say? Make me sensitive to you. May, my, may I speak your thoughts. May I speak your word. May I convey what you want me to convey. It might not be the most popular thing. It might not be the one that's going to get you a hands. It might not get you clapping some people, but it will minister to people. Have you ever felt the impressions of the Spirit of God? Have you ever heard the voice of the Spirit speaking to you? Have you ever heard, had the thoughts that the Lord puts in your heart? I know there are so many of you who do. Praise God. Continue to be sensitive to him. Praise God. The overcomer's life, overcoming the desires of the flesh and that old nature subduing him and living the full life that God wants us to live. Praise God. Would you give it a shot if you've never tried before? If you've never tried before, praise God. And if you have, tell him, Lord, help me to make it a lifestyle. Lord, I do confess that I'm not had arrived there, but help me to make it a lifestyle. What is the lifestyle we're talking about? One that is being led by the Spirit of God. It's not only victory on that internal conflict, but it is the name of God glorified and the kingdom established in the lives of people all around us. Shall we rise up before the Lord? Mm. Thank you, Father. Yeah, maybe you have heard so many times Walk in the Spirit. Be led by the Spirit. Be controlled by the Spirit. Praise God. But this morning, would you say, Lord, I yield myself to your Spirit in every realms in my spiritual life, 
in my social life, in my personal private life. Let me be sensitive to your spirit. Help me to walk in the spirit. Are you that person? Do you want to make such a commitment to the Lord? Lord, I have confined myself to hearing from the Spirit, to engaging with the Holy Spirit, to spiritual exercises and spiritual service. But I want to allow you in every arena of my life. Let my ways, Lord, be not the ways, but let your ways be my ways. Let your will be my will. Let your thoughts be my thoughts. Let your plan be my plan. Let your programs be my program. Let your designs be mine, Lord. Would you yield yourself? And who will say this evening, this afternoon, Lord, I yield myself to you. I want to be led by the Holy Spirit. Praise God. I want to live that full life. I want to live that exciting life. I want to live that vibrant life. I want to live that overcoming life. Praise God. Yes. He is in you and is by you. So that you can live that kind of life. But you need to yield yourself to you. You need to yield yourself to him. You need to submit your will to his will. And who will say, I would, Lord. This morning, I do, Lord. If you are that person, slip your hand up and we'll pray with you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Anybody else? Lord, we thank you for these hands, Father. Lord, I submit myself to you, Lord. And everyone who's yielding this afternoon. Lord, we want to be led by the Spirit. We want to be controlled by the Spirit. We want to be directed by the Spirit. We want to be the voice of the Spirit. We want to be the hands of the Spirit. We want to be the action of the Spirit, Lord. We yield ourselves completely to you. Grant us grace that we be victorious in the internal conflict. And we become instruments in your hands to establish your purpose in this world. Wherever we go this week, Father, we pray that we become the carriers of the presence of God. That we will be controlled and led and directed by your spirit. And that we will overcome the desires of the flesh. To Christ be the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, we pray that you would send us home with your blessings and your grace. May we continue to grow. May we continue to glow. May we continue to grow in your grace. May we go from power to power, from victory to victory, from glory to glory, till we reach the heights that God has ordained for us. Thank you. Thank you for what you're going to do. For us, in us, and through us, all for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.